This is Indivisible Westchester, the podcast. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Candidates Forum 2019. My name is Bruce Campbell. I'm with Indivisible Westchester. It's great to see such a crowded room of people who are interested in politics, who are interested in electing progressives to office. I'm so happy that everybody has turned out tonight. Two years ago, you worked really hard, and you bought that blue wave rolling through Westchester County. You helped elect the county executive, and you helped flip five seats on the Board of Legislators. The thing is that each one of those 17 members of the Board of Legislature has to run for re-election every two years. So here we are. Some of those candidates don't have opposition. Republicans just couldn't find anybody who's good to run against them. But there are a number of candidates who have opposition and who need your help in getting elected. We have the perfect person to set the stage for this tonight. So she's a Democratic majority leader on the Board of Legislators. And I'd like to ask Catherine to set the stage for us tonight. Catherine? going to be in so important to us keeping this supermajority so that we can continue on this path of really representing Westchester's values. And uh, tonight you are going to hear from a great group of our, our candidates that have races. District 1 covers Peekskill, part of Cortland, and part of Yorktown. It's an open seat this year. John Testa, the Republican incumbent, is not running for re-election. Handwriting on the wall. The Democratic candidate in that district is Colin Smith. Colin is, Colin is a city councilman from Peekskill, and before that, he was the president of the Peekskill Board of Education. So let me introduce to you Colin Smith. about the prospect of, of running for the seat. I think that uh, it's, it's time uh, for uh, my neck of the woods, for Peekskill and Cortland and Yorktown to have somebody who represents the values of the, the growing majority of Democrats and progressive uh, constituents that over the last decade, decade and a half, have been really moving more into, the, uh, into that area, into that, that part of the county. Um, but we haven't had the representation at the county level that we deserve. Um, so, so I'm excited at the opportunity to be able to uh, to, to bring um, you know to bring the needs and the uh, the, the, the the wants of, of the constituents in, in Peekskill 
uh, and Cortland and Nerdtown to the county uh, within, you know, with an eye towards, uh, you know, securing more resources for the, the, the areas, the issues up there that, uh, that people are, are dealing with. Um, um, infrastructure obviously is always one that's, uh, you know, high on the list of, of any municipality. Um, we also have uh, an issue we're dealing with the closure of the Indian Point nuclear power plant. Uh, affordability is, is, is a huge, is going to be a huge issue in, in some of those uh, locales up there. And, and while in Peekskill, the city of Peekskill over the, the last decade or so has, has made pretty good inroads in, in, in affordability, we have, uh, we have quite, a, quite a stock of affordable housing actually in the city of Peekskill. The, the outskirts of uh, Yorktown and Cortland don't really have uh, much. And, and, and you know, representation in that neck of the woods has not really pushed the envelope on that. And, and it's, it's, it's an issue that, you know, it's a looming crisis and it's something that uh, I feel that, you know, our, uh, our candidates, you know, Democrats, progressives are, are much better equipped to deal with because quite frankly, um, a lot of people are gonna be in danger of, of having to either lose their homes or, or leave the area um, in, in the not so uh, distant future. So. And, and now I'm looking to carry forward that, that same spirit of, of, uh, of volunteerism, of uh, you know, being dedicated to uh, serving our public um, and improving the lives of, of those who are you know, most in need. So, thank you. So, Collins Smith, District 1. After District 1, District, District 2. <laughs> Bedford, Lewisboro, Mount Kisco, North Salem, Pound Ridge, and part of Somers. Two years ago, Kitley Covell was one of those districts where we flipped the seat. She won it from a Republican. She unseated him. This year, she's running for re-election. Ladies and gentlemen, Kitley Covell. I do think it's a it's a, a fragile piece we have with some of these districts. Uh, mine is a purple district, and while I keep we keep hearing that people from Brooklyn are moving up, <laughs> and that means that's good for us. We still need to make sure that we uh, keep the uh, keep the seat blue. I think this district in particular brings uh, a different perspective. First of all. Everybody should like anybody who sits in the seat because we have the water for basically New York City and Lower Westchester. That's our reservoirs. So I have fought hard to get some money to get a, a sewer system going up there and do some of the watershed stuff. And I don't think we had good advocacy in my uh, predecessor. And I don't think that we would have good advocacy if I didn't win again. We have uh, a lot of the farming that goes on, believe it or not, in this county. Very important. I know people think, well, farming. But, you know, Muscoot is one of the farms up there, and we get 150,000 visitors a year. There are five parks in the district, and they have been sorely neglected. Today we had a, had a uh, press conference because I, I think my colleagues would say, if we hear Miristead one more time from Kelly Cobra, we're going to shoot her. But it's a county park that was neglected to the point of falling down. And it's a gem, it's 130 acres. If you've never been there, you should. It's in the town of Bedford. So, I mean, I could go on and on about the things that have been neglected up by me. I will say that I've been a sort of an annoying advocate, probably, for um, what has been neglected there. But I do think that 
you know, you guys did the right thing by getting behind us, and you really made a difference. So thank you very much. Okay, excellent. That's District 2. And after District 2 comes, yes, District 4. <laughs> District 4 is Newcastle, part of Yorktown, and part of Somers. It's another open seat. The incumbent Democrat, Michael Kaplowitz, former chair of the board, is not running for re-election. The Democratic candidate in that district is Vidat Gashi. He's a Yorktown businessman, real estate attorney. I give you Vidat Gashi. I'm an immigrant. I moved to this country when I was four years old with my family, and I'm also Muslim. My Muslim identity isn't something I normally wake up, and it doesn't, not usually the way I start a sentence or a presentation. <laughs> but it becomes necessary when it's attacked. When he says he wants to stop all Muslims coming in this country, I'm impacted. And I think um, some of it is born of um, ignorance. Uh, I think a lot of it is calculated. Um, the people saying it are saying it on purpose. The people who are receiving it are sometimes ignorant of the facts. And I like to say, I don't look like an immigrant to people. Sometimes I don't look like a Muslim to sometimes. And I think part of the reason I'm so, uh, I was so compelled to run was because um, we are underrepresented otherwise. And I think the people going around demonizing both groups um, need to be responded to. The thing that's often said is when Democrats vote, Democrats win. Um, and I don't think it's a coincidence that these last couple of elections coincided with record turnout. Uh, our opponent, I, my opponent in particular, uh, is a person who, um, well, he said he was Trump before Trump. Uh, oh, I always say that the, the benefit of the Republican Party is that they have organization, they have party discipline, uh, but they also have the same sorts of tactics. They have the same sort of mailers, they have the same sort of demonization, demagoguery, they, they want to talk about, so my opponent in particular has decided to make the Reproductive Health Act, or attack of reproductive health rights and abortions a vital part of his uh, platform. Why is he doing that? Well, because he knows that it's gonna be a low turnout election, and he knows that his base is gonna be riled up by it, and he knows that he can get more voters if he does that. Um, and I think it's uh, so vitally important for us to make sure that we respond to that by getting out there, doing the work, knocking on the doors, um, and uh, raising that money. Um, so I'll stop talking, because I think I've gone over. But thank you so much, I'll be over there. Thank you, Vidat. Um, jumping ahead, we're jumping to District 9. District 9 is Croton on Hudson, Austining, Briarcliff Manor, part of Peekskill, and part of Cortland. The Democratic incumbent there is Catherine Borgia. So she's one of the movers and shakers on the Board of Legislatures, Catherine Borgia. country, but there has been, I think, just a tremendous benefit 
of people understanding how much their voice matters, how much apathy is, um, is really a killer of our American values, and how much it's important for people to get involved at every single level of government. Like my colleagues here, I am a little bit worried about this election. I think we're very focused on 2020. It's very exciting, rightfully so. We have a, a pool, a large pool of candidates, every single one of them. Even Marianne Williamson would be way better than the current president. So I think I can't go wrong. <laughs> However, because people are so focused at the federal level, we are in danger at the local level. The things that we've been able to do in the past two years, that was the buildup of a lot of work that we did in, in prior years. There's still so much that we want to accomplish in Westchester County. Westchester County is really looked to at the state level and even nationally as some place where progressive politics actually really do make a difference in people's real lives. The old saying, 10 Democrats, 15 opinions. That's true. This <laughs> <laughs> is our purpose meetings all the time since the time I sat on the county board. But it's a good thing because that's, that's the kind of party that we are where we want to hash things out, we want ideas, we're not soldiers, we, don't, we act out of um, our better impulses versus uh, a more fear-based impulses. So thank you for everyone in this room. Thank you for all the work you've already done. And the expectations are high that you're going to continue to do that. So thank you very much. You know, I want to say one thing, so I just want one thing. It's not unusual that it's the northern part of the county that, that is being targeted by Republican opponents. Because I do think that this level of organization hasn't moved over. Although I do see uh, the Osning and Peekskill Indivisibles represented here. Uh, you know, we need some help. We need some help up in the, in the top part of the county. So please come out and help. Thank you, Catherine. So from District 9 to District 10, Eastchester, Tuckahoe, and part of New Rochelle. Damon Marr is another one of the candidates who helped us flip that district two years ago. And Damon is now running for re-election and needs our help. He's a managing partner of a small law firm in Manhattan, focusing on employment rights and civil litigation Ladies and gentlemen, Damon Marr. Good evening, and I stand here as your 63-year-old uh, Blue Wave baby. And, uh, those of us who are, are freshmen, along with the, the folks who had been in before, have been frustrated by a Republican majority and a Republican county executive. We have, we have a record, and we have a good record. And uh, folks have talked about a lot of things we've done. We haven't scratched the surface. I've, uh, first of all, as, as chair of labor and housing, uh, I've worked very hard to get the county and, and working in, in collaboration with our very progressive uh, planning commissioner, Norma Drummond, uh, to do more on affordable housing, where we could do things to increase the amount of affordable housing that uh, the developers build and, and do so at more affordable levels, not just you know, the sort of mid-level um, workforce type development, but real, uh, really affordable levels for, for uh, folks who can make the community more diverse in terms of socioeconomic groups and, and fill certain uh, employment levels. You know, I, I, I try to make your point when I'm going door to door to say I am a fiscally responsible Democrat or fiscally responsible progressive. And the, the important thing is uh, that we can talk about it, a very saleable talking point, 
is we're not going to raise uh, people's property taxes in the next two years. At least that's very much what uh, we believe we'll be able to do with the new sales tax, which, um, you know, it, and um, I appreciate all your help and more again. Thank you, David. Uh, we have one more. District 15 covers Bronxville, parts of Yonkers. Um, the incumbent is the Republican, Gordon Burroughs. There you go. <laughs> the Democratic challenger is Ruth Walter. Success in the past doesn't guarantee success in the future. It all takes hard work. It takes you. It takes all of us. 
been Indivisible Westchester, the podcast. Find us online at indivisiblewestchester.org, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But most importantly, keep resisting.